You know, I mean, it's sad, um, and Brother Francis has gone, you know, back and forth in sharing some things concerning eyes to see, and I'm, I'm, I'm believing God to know exactly how to move on this coming Sunday. But I was thinking, let's go to this prayer in Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians 1. In verse, verse 15, please, I know you've heard it and probably you've prayed. And prayed and maybe at some point you left, you, you no longer prayed as you used to. Please go back to it. Go back to these prayers in Ephesians 1 uh, and Ephesians 3. Go back into them. But it says, uh, <clears throat> therefore, verse 15, I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the sins, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And then he says, so he says the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And look at verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding, or another, I think there's a cross-reference there. It shows the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your heart being enlightened. So there is, the, the, it says, we, from the, uh, his prayer to the Father of glory, the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, is to have, to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And then he says, the next thing is this, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. I think other versions says by having the eyes of your heart or the, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So that, that opening of the eyes is very important. There, there are aspects here. You receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And, and, and again, I say another, another version. Let, let's read look at the Amplified Classic, right there in verse 18. I want you to flow tonight. I want to pray, okay? So I want you to stay with the step by step. Let's move step by step. Um, look at this in verse, from the Amplified Classic version, it says, uh, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. By having the eyes of your heart what do you think those eyes are? Those are spiritual eyes. So it says, by having your spiritual eyes flooded with light. Remember 2 Corinthians 4, 4, it says, uh, if our gospel is hid, if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are, are perishing, whom the God of this world has blinded. So they have eyes they can see, in the, in the natural. They can walk around and see. In the natural, they're seeing. But now, the, the eyes, the spiritual eyes, which is actual, I'll say, the true them, a true man, the true you is a spirit. Your spirit being, have a soul and live in a body. So, so we can have these physical eyes, like what Jesus said, that prophet, uh, that prophet of Isaiah. You can have physical eyes, you can see physical things, but you are blinded of the reality of spiritual things. And which is actually the source of everything that we need in this life and the life to come. Which is actually for us to be able to, call, to fulfill what God has called us to do. As all of us as individuals. Do, do you know why, why you, 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 if you get to think about it, uh, uh, you expect when uh, you come here, like on Wednesday, uh, you expect me to be here. Is that so? Okay. Now, now think about this. If every, every believer knows that they are being called into the ministry of helps, then everyone called into this church is supposed to be here. Because my responsibility as a pastor is different. But everyone is called in the body of Christ. Uh, and if they are not called from the fivefold ministry, they are called into the ministry of helps. 
So just as they expect the pastor to be there, they should be there themselves. I'm talking to the wrong crowd, yeah? Because you are here already. <laughs> I'm talking to the wrong crowd because you're already here. But, but you see what I'm saying? But, but then, then so, so without having the eyes of our hearts flooded with light, we cannot be able to fulfill God's purpose for our lives. We may be consumed with the natural, looking at everything else happening in the natural, but that's the depths that we have. We can go beyond that. Because this one, it takes really focusing on God's word to open our eyes so that you may see the reality of the spirit realm. Uh, I do believe this in, in talking about the eyes, and it can be the same thing about ears. Um, what we give attention to or what we give our, uh, our attention to actually determines how much more we are able to hear the right thing or not hear. Is that, is that, is that comprehensible? All right. Okay, let me give you an example. There, there are people who have a, 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 a political ear. They hear. They're in that realm. They can be able to tell what, what, what is happening, actually. They, they, that's, they have trained their ears to hear in that realm. Thank God I'm not calling to that. Sometimes I'm not so much aware of things that are happening unless the Lord impresses me to look at some things. And, and, and think about this then. We can train our eyes. Oh, let, let me give you, let me give you another, another thing, another example here. I trained, I stayed with Pastor Wade. It wasn't like, Davis, I'm training you to do this. Davis, I'm training you to do this. Davis, I'm training you to do this. That was not the thing. I was just being around him. But look at this then. Uh, I, he, he, he was, he is, okay? He's in our future. So it's not like his past tense. His future tense. Because <laughs> he's ahead of us. But think about this. You go in a room, and let me talk about construction. Look at construction, and he knows that thing is off. It's not 90 degrees. It's 87 degrees. A wall or something. And, and I walked with him and all that. That's what it is with me. The construction guys can, you know, I can come and say, that, thing, that, that wall there is not straight. No, we already... Checked and it's straight. I say, I have a plumb line right here. I can tell it's not straight. So I say, okay, okay, pass. So they put, I say, yeah, it's true, it's not straight. I say, you couldn't see that? <laughs> that I was trained by, trained by being around Pastor Wade, and it's the same, same thing. The, the pictures and all that in places, the same thing. I had a certain gentleman, I traveled to Titan, my home, last week. And, um, I told this man, um, there's a certain chemical, is it a chemical? Let me call it substance, for, for sealing a uh, uh, water tank, a cement water tank, that keeps, kept leaking and leaking and leaking. So I was finally given this um, good, actually, uh, chemical. They import it from Germany, and, and they use it for swimming pools. And they say, this works very good in, uh, in tanks, cement tanks. So anyway, so it's new, so I had to, to understand how it functions and the mix and all that, and, and it's not, it's costly. So I did, so I didn't have time to do it myself, to get into the tank and get the brush and do it. I wanted to do it, but I didn't have time to. So I called a certain uh, fundi, uh, which I was told by a certain man, you know, the, the, the man who made, um, you know, our washrooms over here, he's a German. Uh, he, he told me that, he found it so difficult to work with uh, people who are already trained, like plumbers and, and, uh, and, and the, the, the rest. So what he did, he took, to, to teach them about that system, uh, the toilet that we have here, he took his uh, day guard and showed him how to do it. Because he didn't have to unlearn anything. You, you understand? This guy didn't know anything about plumbing. 
So he brought him a system that they use in Germany and said, I'm going to train you in this. And he caught it and he's so good he does it. Because he tried to do with the plumbers here around and they have a certain way of thinking. Preoccupied minds of this is the way we do plumbing. Have you ever brought someone like a fundi and they tell you this is the way we do it? Who told you this is the way you do it, but this is my home? I've done that. <laughs> I've really done that. That's the way you do it there. Forget of what you do out there. We do it here. Okay? Yes, sir. I had a certain guy come and say, You let Pastor Nimkali? Now I'm going somewhere with this because many times we, pre we are preoccupied. So we are not receiving new things. You see that? Because you have a certain way of thinking, so you don't receive new things. So this fundi, uh, he comes in, and I start explaining to him, and I explain and explain, and I asked him, did you understand? And again, I gave him instructions to the end, and his assistant was even young, much younger. The, the guy that I was giving instruction, he should be now 50 or 51. His assistant, uh, uh, Oh, that boy was, I think he was born 2002. 2002, yeah, no, 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 2000, how many years? No, no, he should be 17, he should be 19, 1920. That guy caught it quickly, quickly, until he explained it back to me, and I thought, oldie, no. <laughs> oldie, you want to get it. So I left and went to the nearest town. Then I'm told that guy has given an instruction to my sister of what was supposed to be done after they had, uh, they, they had you know, what do you call it? They had sealed the, the, the tank. That tomorrow morning you need to pour water into it. I said, I've given clear instructions. He doesn't even know the substance. And given clear instructions, two days it has to be left dry. In fact, it has to be covered so that there are no any uh, drops of rain coming into it. A way of thinking. The big part that we have to do if we are going to be effective is to renew our minds. Is to renew our minds. And we must open ourselves up to God. Every time we go into his presence, God, I want to see something new. I'm going back to seeing. I want to see something new. And God, I really want you to flood the eyes of my heart with light. Light enables us to see. Light enables us to perceive. When others can look at the concrete over here, you're looking at this wall, Someone will be looking at this wall and that's it. For you who have eyes to see, you look beyond here. Why? Because you are, you, are, you are seeing with spiritual eyes. You are not just looking at these natural eyes, through natural eyes. Okay, so uh, very important. It says, uh, with that then we can understand the hope of his calling and on and on and on and on and on. So I really want you to be... Again, not because I said it, but because the Bible says it. Believe God for your eyes to see. Eyes to see. God wants you to see. Amen. And, and let me say something here. Uh, staying in his presence for long enough enables you to, uh, it sensitizes your ability to see and to hear. Staying in his presence long enough. And, and it develops your spiritual muscles and your sensitivity towards the things of God. There are things that we cannot perceive without staying long in his presence. Why is that so? Is it because, uh, again, I think I said this on Sunday, is it because God, it, it, God is slow? No, it's because we have, been, we have occupied 
we, we were born sinners. So many things have occupied our minds and have actually blinded our ability to see. So staying in the presence of God long enough, we get to know him. We got to perceive his, his thoughts and we, we get to see things the way he wants us to see them. The way he wants us to see them. Uh, let's go to Isaiah 11. <clears throat> uh, this is the promise of the Messiah, Yeshua. Jesus, we know him as our Lord. Uh, look at this in from verse 1. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse. We know Jesus was the son of Jesse. Okay? That came from that lineage. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Did, did Paul pray for that? That we may receive the spirit of what? Wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of the eyes of our, our understanding being enlightened. So he says the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Look at this, what he says next. The spirit of counsel and might. Who's the Holy Spirit to us? He's our counselor. And do you remember Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, that we may be strengthened with might by the spirit in our inner man. You see that? The spirit of knowledge. Do you remember what he talks about the Holy Spirit in, in a, a other, among other scriptures? But, but in John 16 from verse 13 says, when he comes he shall lead you into what? All truth. Because all things that, uh, that belongs to the Father are mine. So he's an all-knowing who? Spirit of God. Okay? And the fear of the Lord. There is no repentance without him. The more we come, we, we, we get to know the Holy Spirit and live in, in, in the Holy Ghost, then by the Spirit, the more that fear of God is in us. You know, sometimes, sometimes I've heard people open their mouths to speak about someone. And I'm thinking, don't you have any fear in you to talk about such a person, you know? Yeah, did you know that, uh, you know, you know, Kenneth Copeland did this. I said, what? I mean, do you know really what you're talking about? It's like, you can't feel that in your heart. That's no fear of God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I won't say that. I want to say something that <laughs> someone years ago told me. I mean, he told me off. He said, no, no, no. <laughs> I was reaching out to that person, you know, and, and, and the person said, no, 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 I'm not your pastor. No, De uh, sorry, uh, Davis, uh, 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 I'm not your member. Ah, uh, I said, yeah, that's fine, but I wanted to be aware of it. No, 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 I'm, I don't come to your church. My family comes there, but I don't come up there. I've never been answered that way by a person who says he's a believer. And I, I don't remember all the conversation, but, but I say, you really say you know all those things you are saying you know, and you talk that way? No, 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 no. Anyway, I say, bye. I hung up. Do you know, unfortunately, that, that man was killed in less than two years? Killed, murdered. Less than two years, he was murdered. I didn't rejoice. You understand, you can't do that. I mean, that's, 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 that's wicked. But I thought, I had Pastor Wade tell someone years ago that I might be the, the only voice that God has to give to you at this time, and you may never find anyone to tell you this thing. I thought, yeah, I wish that person would pay attention. The fear of God... Will, will, will enable, the fear of God actually will keep your heart so humble that you are able to receive. You are able to receive. And you'll be surprised how many hearts of, uh, you'll see people who are very hardened in their hearts. But look at this. Uh, I still didn't want to, to go so much into this. It says, his delight is in the fear of the Lord. 
and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Are you seeing that? He shall not judge by the sight of his eyes. I do believe here he's talking about the natural eyes. He won't judge by what he sees in the natural or what he hears in the natural. But look at this, but with righteousness. Righteousness is what? Is it an outside thing we see? Huh? A right standing of, with God is a position we have and it's actually, the Bible talks even about the breastplate of righteousness is within us. Okay, of course, righteous people do righteous works. But it's not the works that determine our righteousness. It's our position in Christ by having received Jesus Christ that we are made war. Righteous. You see that? So from that place, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. But I was looking for this. This is very important scripture here. He shall not judge by the sight of his eyes. It's the perception of the will of God for your life. Staying uh, in God's presence long enough, I'll say that again in another way, gives you confidence in dealing with issues, even in, in prayer. Look at this. You, you, you can pray. You can pray, wonderful. But when situations rise uh, against what you have prayed, then it becomes so difficult if you did not perceive the will of God in that time of prayer. But if you are able to see the will of God in that time of prayer, when, when disaster strikes, you know your position. You know your position. You're not moved. Let me give you a testimony. I like giving several testimonies. I, I, I travel on, on second, on first of, uh, of June, and then I, I went to my home, and we had to meet as a family. Uh, the following day, my, brother, my brothers were coming. That same day, my sister was coming uh, to my home. And then I, I get there in the afternoon around 3 o'clock. So I was, uh, took some tea. I, I don't know what it was. And then uh, I went to bed to rest. And then my sister comes. She's coming from Mombasa. And she's being called. She's coming in with the news that my brother has fallen off, he was pruning a tree, has fallen off from a tree, and he's broken his arms, and he's broken his neck, and he's unconscious. So I had some commotion in the sitting room. So I said, Davis, wake up. Oh, I did. Uh, I, I said, what is it? So I, I, I got to the sitting room. That was first of June. And, I, and I'm told, and I could tell Fear had come in, I could tell death had come in. And then I say, and my brother now is in Mombasa. So I said, no, no, people, no, we need to pray. The Lord didn't tell me of this, so he cannot be dead. I prayed for this trip. He didn't tell me I was coming for a funeral, so this is not true, this is a lie, he's not dead. I want us to pray. If you are told someone has broken his both hands and he's broken his neck and he's unconscious, what does it mean? <laughs> Come on now. What does it mean? That's death. But listen, I had been praying for praying, taking time to pray, and God has shown me some things, and he says, and he showed me twice the same dream concerning the same brother. He cannot be dead. Let's pray. And uh, my, I, I told my two sisters, we're not going to pray in understanding. We're praying in tongues. So I started praying. And it was quiet. I say, I, I'm praying. I say, people, pray in tongues. But anyway, I started praying and I didn't hit, I don't think I hit even 30 seconds. I was already in the spirit and new tongues were coming out of me. And I knew that. And I went on and it was quiet. It was quiet. It was quiet. You hear shh, 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 shh. You know, nothing, nothing, nothing. 
nothing. So I, 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 I'm, I'm just flowing. I'm so aware of my surroundings, but I am so aware that I've been caught up in the spirit. And I went on and on and on. And I have my niece's daughter. She's our grandchild. She's baby Tina. She's three years old. It was if he was born, it was going to be a boy, it was going to be Davis. It was a, a girl, it was Tina. Fortunately, it was baby girl. Fortunately. <laughs> so it's Tina. So anyway, so I had her. She was seated next to me on my left. I had her. Fluent. Tongues. I thought, wow. God, thank you. You've sent me a child. And these two women here. <laughs> of course, I didn't say that. <laughs> the women aren't praying. The, the child is praying. You see the freshness of a child? That's the renewing of our minds we need to. So we went on and on. Then all of a sudden, at some point, I had my sister speak up. And I had, and I had their voices. I said, good, praise God. But I'm still going on and on. And just in the spirit. And then I had it. It's okay. It's okay, he's fine. It's okay, he's fine. I had it. I had it clear and I started saying, it's okay, he's fine. It's okay, he's fine. Then I had that belly laughter and it just, oh, out of me. I laughed and I said, fine, he's fine. He's okay. He's okay. We receive him, the whole spirit, soul, and body. He's okay. So my sister picked up, or immediately, I think she called or she was called by that friend of my brother and said, He's woken up now, he's in the hospital, he's moving his neck, but he's broken his two wrists. I tend to think that that neck was healed supernaturally. Because you woke up in the hospital, from the place that you were taken to the hospital, so when you woke up, the time we were praying, I had no fear. I told them, the Lord didn't tell me I was coming for a funeral. No way. That cannot be. God wants us to enter into the spirit realm and enjoy his presence and see things by the spirit that when contradiction comes, you know that's not, that's not it. Why? Listen, it's not, I walk not by sight or by natural information that I'm receiving, I walk by faith. What is faith? Then I will go into prayer. Okay? I'll show you the scriptures we are praying today. What, let me read faith from uh, Hebrews 11 and uh, from the Amplified Classic Version. I think it's classic. Praise God. Woo! Victory. My Lord. You know, I, I, I enjoy it, you know, having like a, a hundred billion dollars in my account. But you know, in such a time, they won't come out of the bank to keep you, to keep you uh, calm in your mind and heart. In fact, you'll forget you have any money in the, in the account. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because of, uh, because of uh, what has happened already, the fear that comes in. When you have planned for something and something else shows up, I mean, throws you out of balance. But if you're anchored in that faith in God, nothing moves you. Okay, look at this verse, uh, uh, Hebrews 11, 1 from the Amplified Classic Version. Is it on the screen? Now, faith is the assurance. It's assurance. It's assurance. The confirmation. It is the assurance, it's the confirmation. The title deed, I have it. I have it. Here's a confirmation. Oh, I have a new, new home. Oh, you have a title? Yeah, here's the title deed. And this is a genuine one. Amen. In Kenya, we have to say that. Maybe in Nigeria. This is a title deed, and it's a genuine one. I have a title. It's a confirmation. It's, it's the assurance of the things we hope for being the proof of things, what? Of things, what? We do not see. That is, what does it mean? We don't see them with these natural eyes. But because we don't see them with these natural eyes, does not mean that they don't exist. Come on now. Do you know there are angels here tonight? 
And because I'm not, you are not seeing them with your natural eyes, does not mean that there are no angels. If your eyes are open to see just one of them. Wow. <laughs> you know, John, the, the, John uh, the Apostle John, the book of Revelation, when he saw an angel, he went down and he wanted to worship. He said, no, 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 I'm a fellow servant. <laughs> I'm a fellow servant. One of them, you'll fear nothing. And, and he says this, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction, I like that, the conviction of their reality. Look at this. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith perceiving as real fact. Faith perceiving as real fact. Why? That which is not revealed to the senses. What does it mean? You know the five physical senses? It's not revealed to the, those natural senses. But eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him, but will love him, but has revealed them to us by the Spirit. So faith, actually, in operating by faith, it enables us to see the unseen and take that. That which is not revealed. I can feel it. I can touch it. But listen, I can see it with my eyes of faith. I perceive it. I know it's mine. And nothing will take it from me. That's what I say. God didn't tell me I was coming for a funeral. This thing cannot happen. He didn't tell me. <laughs> and over the years I hear them. <laughs> I can hear that one sibling calling the other. What does David say? about the whole situation. It's not like I'm special. <laughs> I'm not special like any other. But what does David say concerning that situation? It, nothing except just which I, I asked God, will you help me to see? What are we dealing with? All right? Does that inspire your, your, your inner being and Stir you up. So let's focus in our prayer targets tonight. I want us to go to First Timothy chapter 2, praying for our nation. I have several things I want to give you tonight. <clears throat> Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For all men. For all men. Yeah, you know, but I think we need to pray for Jubilee more. No, he said for all men. I think Nasser is coming back. No, he didn't say Nasser. He said for all men. <laughs> I think Mount Kenya cannot be left in the next government. No, for all men. <laughs> you know, you see that. So we cannot be left out in the next government. What do you, who, told, who told you of the next government? Isn't that sad? Is that amazing? That's sad. You're looking at me. Who, who, who do I identify with? It's amazing when you start talking as if pastors are not supposed to see what is happening in the political realm. You're looking at me as if you have no idea. But isn't that sad? The only hope of natural men is the government. The only hope. But thank God. Look, look at this. If I looked at the president from the perspective of what I think he has done and what he hasn't done, or what KTN told me he did, and what CNN or whatever channel told me he did, I'll never pray for him. All right? But if I looked at the truth, I'll pray for that man, no matter what he does. Why? I'm not, I'm, it's, it's not him I'm obeying, I'm obeying God, the sovereign God. Amen. Why that, I don't know why that one you, you're kind of, uh, you, you, you're not excited about it. Yeah. Are you, huh? You don't know the detail. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. There was a statement that was made. Uh, I think I saw, I saw a clip that uh, on, on, on Sunday that a man said that we have to, to organize ourselves and 
you know, we don't want to be left out in the next government. You know, such, so, so, oh my goodness. And then you hear of, we need to revive such and such party. So that's what I'm saying. If you looked at the way things are, you don't pray for anyone. Or you can pray, pray selectively because of your brother is standing with a certain party. You understand? But God has called us. I've been praying, people. I've just been believing God. In fact, I was driving, coming here, and I saw a certain individual and say, God, I really ask you that I may see things from your perspective. From your perspective. Not what I heard about Martin from someone else. What does God think about that situation? It changes your heart. You develop compassion for people that you think they're supposed to be hung. You see what I'm saying? So look at this. That takes us to that scripture in Isaiah chapter 11. That you don't judge in the hearing or in the seeing of the natural eyes, but it's in righteousness. Why? How is that? The heart of God in that situation changes everything. So this is the heart of God for our nation. This is the heart of God for Mr. Kenyatta, that we pray, we pray for him and all people, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. This is the heart over here. For this is good. There's anything good, he says, this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who desires how many men to be saved? Huh? Have you, have you ever thought like someone, the way they treated you, they don't desire to be saved? Have you ever thought about that? Why? You can as well go to hell. You, you <laughs> ever thought about that? That was a sin from hell. <laughs> I did, I did, uh, uh, when was it? Will I say that? Yeah, it's fine, I'll say it. But I remember uh, some two years ago, uh, in the news, they brought in, uh, now on WhatsApp, people are mocking, uh, they are showing a photo of uh, uh, Chris Kirubi, and, and it was so bad, you know, just a bad photo. And then, I think someone, it was sent to Tina, and I said, oh my goodness, is that... I didn't know initially he was the one. Then I asked, who's that? And I was told, it's Chris Kruby. So, I didn't think much of it. But the following morning, we woke up and we were praying and, you know, we do prayer of agreement with the Tina. And she, she, she started honestly from her heart praying for Chris Kruby. Then that stayed with me in my heart. It just stayed right there in my heart. That was 2018. I think it was 2018. It stayed in my heart. Then she went. It was on a Monday morning. She went and that heart, my heart was just thinking about that man. I thought, yeah. I, I remembered how he looked and how the photo looked. So it just touched me. So I called an individual. I said, uh, tell me about this and this. And say, Pastor, do you want his phone number? I have his phone number. I said, send it to me. I don't know what I'll do with it. <laughs> but go ahead and send it to me. So it was sent to me. But I'm telling you, from the time Tina prayed, there was a compassion in my heart. And I didn't talk about, let's pray for him. You, you understand? She, she started praying for him. And I just was right there in my heart. And then, uh, so I was given the number. And I walked around just thinking about, what am I going to do with this number? And some years also was given a number of a certain senior person. And I thought, Lord, what am I going to do with it now? I have the number. I want to talk to him. But what, when am I supposed to talk to him? <laughs> Until the Lord, I think a few days later, the Lord told me, call him now. It was immediately after staff prayer meeting. Call him now. Uh, yes, I sat in my office. And when I called right there, picked it up and did business. So then... I was sent for his numbers. In fact, I deleted them. When did was, the news come out that he was dead? Monday? I deleted them on Monday afternoon. I get to realize sometimes I have numbers of people who are dead after a long time. <laughs> Seriously, I get to realize. So sometimes, delete. I'll find you in heaven if you went to that side. But anyway, 
I'm saying about praying, who desires how many men? All men. I did that day, I got an impression to call him. I called him with my Bible open. And I said, uh, Mr. Kirobi, uh, I know you don't know me. And he tried to see people. You don't know me, but I'm a pastor. Um, I'm Pastor Davis Kimori. And I've, I've called, uh, I've heard of your condition. My wife and I were praying for you in the morning, and I want to pray for you. Um, in Romans chapter 10, 9 to 10, I'm open the Bible. I read the scriptures. I asked, I asked him, do you believe this? He says, no, yes. He says, yes, I cannot deny God. I believe that. I say, fine. But I'm, Reverend, I'm leaving this evening. I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm so much into going. I'm going to the U.S. for my, another session on chemo session, or I don't know what it was. But, but, but I say, yeah, but before you hang up, I want to pray with you. So I said, that's fine. I prayed, and he said, thank you so much, Reverend. Probably when I come back, we can meet or something, on and on. And I thought that was what I was supposed to do, and that was it. I read a scripture, and after that I went to Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be. I spoke this word. So what am I seeing? Is he in him? I don't know. I don't know. But what is it? I found out from the scriptures, he desires all men to be saved. So if you got a call to call that man from China, the president, call him. I mean, if that's your desire. Follow the impression, call that Chinese man, or Kim of North Korea. I'm not, you know, I'm not comparing Chris Kirubi, those, yeah, I'm, I'm giving, it's the desire of God for what? All men to be saved. All men to be saved. So what, did, did he do anything? I don't know. I don't know. The things that you didn't know in this place, in, on this earth, but in heaven. The prayers we're going to make tonight, and you'll be surprised that God will tell you, do you know this is because of your prayers and such and such that night? That's exactly the reason this has happened. Sometimes he can tell you, sometimes he may not. You may find in eternity. But I have had the Lord several times telling me this was as a result of that prayer that you are praying. And it didn't look like in fact, you spoke to me on some things on, on 5th morning, uh, 5th of, of June. He spoke to me some things. It just, I felt like a small boy, you know. Have, have you ever felt like, a, uh, you, know, you know, like your dad, you did something and your dad said, you did so good. <laughs> Especially girls. God, very good. I am so pleased. <sighs> Can I ask you something? Now you want to ask for things, you understand? <laughs> but, but the Lord just speaking to me some things, I say, oh, Lord, thank you for telling me that. All men, all right? So you're going to pray for the government. Let's go to Psalm 122. <clears throat> I had a certain man, I think he's called Marcus Samuel. If, if you get to listen to Sid Roth, if you listen to Sid Roth, it's supernatural. You can find it on YouTube. I, I stumbled in this morning I, a little bit of it, but it's talking about uh, the, the priestly blessing is a Jew. Uh, please, if you get an opportunity, listen to that. It's called Marcus Somebody. It's, it's this week's program of It's Supernatural by Sidro. It's so powerful. Talking about that uh, uh, number six. Please check it out. Because why I'm saying this is because of our Jewish foundation. Look at this in verse, verse 6, Psalm 122. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Is anyone who knows that they have a new government now? Anyone? Anyone who doesn't know? Someone in Jenga you don't know, yeah? That's fine. They have a new government. Yeah, so we... <laughs> Brian knows, yeah? You don't. <laughs> That's fine. But pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Oh, that, that time I was at your age, I don't know if I knew even anything about Israel. So you're in a better place, you can hear. They have a new government. 
May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls. Prosperity within your palaces. For the sake of my brethren and companions, I'll now say peace be within you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. I want us also, as we pray for our nation, I want us to pray for Israel this evening. Okay? And let's go finally, brethren. Ephesians chapter 6. And verse 17, he says, And take the helmet, of course, you can see in your own time what comes before then, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then he says this, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. He says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. In the Spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for how many? For how many? All the saints. So, Father, tonight, Pastor Carla, all the saints in this church, all the saints that the utterance will give to us by the Spirit. I have, not lately, but I have prayed in tongues and prayed in tongues and I've had names of people I didn't know. <laughs> Anyone is ever happened? Has it ever happened to anyone? Okay, you have. Names of people you didn't know and names start coming out of my mouth. And I'll pray and it can continue for some time and that, that name is no longer there and I continue. That has happened. Do you want to experience more? Do you want to experience more? Huh? The time at night, at night, you're not thinking of, you know, waking up or, or you, I need to go and sleep or anything. Just go in your room and pray in tongues. Say, Lord, whatever you want to do, do it tonight. But I want to pray in tongues and to pray out your will. And I encourage you, take a longer time and let him show you things. I have notes and notes and notes that I've seen. I start typing of the things that have shown me in praying in tongues and praying in tongues and praying in tongues. And I start seeing some things. I thought, wow, what is that? You'll have some experiences in the spirit that actually, he spoke to me, the spirit of the Lord spoke to me recently this month. No one can teach you this except me. And you cannot learn it in any other way except in my presence. Amen. Oh, okay. Alright. So we pray for all sins and, and, and uh, it says for me, now do you know like in the local church for me, let's say this, and pray for your pastor that utterance may be given and all leaders speaking to me and may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So I want us to pray tonight. Making all, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. I want us to pray in the spirit. I want us to pray in tongues. What will you be praying for? We are going to, 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 to agree together. We are praying for the nation. Praying it in the spirit. And we are going to pray for Israel. And we are going to pray for all the saints. All right? You ready? Is that enough direction? Ha ha. Glory to God. All right, let's all rise up and then uh, I'll pray corporate prayer and then we'll go right into it. Esther, how have you been since we prayed for you that time? God, that's a good testimony. I can tell. I can tell looking at you. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Now she reminds me, she said, I think I gave you a testimony. Uh, she said that uh, when we met here for, is uh, it in the last month, the last uh, week, second last Wednesday of uh, May, that she was looking forward to the time that pastor said, let's pray in tongues now. And 
got what the Lord impressed me in my heart and she got delivered from the intention of the devil. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands. Father, how grateful we are. So thankful for the gift of the Spirit in us. As we open our mouths, Father, we believe, we believe for utterance. I'm asking you, Father, I know you've been doing this in my heart and in, in my time of prayer. I'm asking you for even supernatural experiences upon your people tonight that will take them individually into a higher level of prayer and intercession, of a higher level of intimacy with you. Father, it's your will for us to have divine encounters. So I'm asking you of it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this supernatural language, the utterance of your spirit concerning our nation, concerning President Uhuru Kenyatta and his government, concerning even the things to come. As you've said, the Holy Spirit will show us things to come. Thank you for things to come, even the coming elections, all the utterance, Father, that you so desire for us to, to utter them by your spirit. And then, Father, thank you for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you for this new government. New government in Israel. Thank you for your purposes concerning this Jewish nation. Thank you, Father, for the all saints. Thank you for, for the church in this nation and people that you'll have us give, uh, you'll give us utterance to pray for. And for Pastor Carl and for myself and every level of leadership in this ministry. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful for having given us your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Kastesti, Kastesti. Ye Kesta Radabakusta Tastiki. Kesare Sakista Dikista Roshi de Kastiki. Ye Gida Kroja, Kastesta Kasti. Young Grandjeste Kroshi de Kastakida, Krasti, Krasti. Ye Kinda Greshta, Kastasta Kestaya, Tastorishta Dasta, Yanya, Yanya, Yanesta. Oh, thank you. Glory to God. If I say anything, is there anyone who has had some impression or you heard the Lord say something to you on shoulders? Anyone, please? Okay. Let's go to Mark, Mark 11. I learned this from Brother Kenneth Copeland. We know our target, what we are praying for, is that so? I read it from the King James Version. Uh, you know I am so confident, so confident that the Lord has spoken to you some things, individuals here, so clear that you're not bold enough to, to say I'm so confident of that. And I can explain several things, but I, I won't. But then I'll encourage you this, the, to increase in hearing and confident of sharing what you've heard. Um, and sorry, to increase your ability or to enlarge your ability to hear. It comes in when you start, you're confident to share out the impressions that you've heard. Because I know he has. Let's go to 11.24 from the King James Version, Mark 11.24. Are there things that you are desiring tonight and you pray? I get your response. Are there things that you desire tonight and you pray? Yes. He says, therefore I say unto you, or things soever you desire, when you pray. Have we prayed? Yeah, we prayed. We made supplications in the spirit. We believe that we receive them, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. And that's what I'm going 
we're going to all of us agree. But there's an impression I had, and it will take, I wondered a little bit uh, in some thoughts, and then I came out of that, if I can use this word, I came out of that wavelength. And I said, oh God, forgive me. Let me come back to it. Then I got back to it, and I started hearing again. And I think uh, my hearing was limited in that area. And I do, I do say this, I say this. You know, you, I say, I, I, I believe this, what I'm going to say. And you can go study and ask the Lord. That which has happened to Israel this past Sunday is prophetic. It's prophetic. And it has something to do with the church also. It happened the natural to a nation of Israel. But there is also, it's, it's prophetic. And it, let me use, Lord help me to use the word. And also it's significant to the church. How? I don't know. I don't know. That is to the extent that I was able to hear. Because much of it, I, I started praying, and it's amazing, immediately I started praying, I went, it, I could tell I was, the Holy Spirit was leading me into Ephesians chapter 1 about the eyes of understanding being enlightened. And then it started going on. It started showing me some things. Of those three things that you may know, the hope of his calling, and then uh, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe. And I started seeing some things there. And then immediately I was, I was through with this, I went into Israel, and I dwelt there to the end. But I started, started sensing it's prophetic. It's prophetic and it's significant to the church. How? I don't know. I'm going to spend time with the Lord and in the, in the presence of the Lord and believe God to hear people also who the Spirit of the Lord is speaking concerning the season in here. So it might be a new thing, a new beginning, a new, not a new beginning, a new thing coming to the church. What it is, I don't know. Again. Father, tonight, we all agree as prayers and supplications that you have made in the spirit concerning our nation concerning the president and all those who are in authority father we believe we have received what you have prayed for we believe we receive our nation as you've said in your word that you may live a peaceable life in all godliness yes we receive this for our nation Father, a peaceable life in all godliness. We take that. We receive. And every utterance that you have spoken concerning this nation tonight, we receive it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the nation of Israel. We thank you, Father, for increasing and enlarging our hearing concerning that which even took place this past Sunday. The significance of it to the church, the body of Christ. And I do believe this, Father, to the whole world. To the whole world. All of it, we believe because of prayers of the saints. Prayers made concerning Israel. We do take this, Father. We agree with your word that all things are working together for, our, for the good. For our good for the good of the church, for the good of the Jewish people. All things are working together for our good and for their good. For us who are called, who are they called according to your purpose. And therefore we take, we take that, Father. We believe we have received all things working together for our good. And Father, we do thank you for supplications and prayers that you've made for all the saints. Thank you for your church. Thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for the saints of this, in this world, Father. Thank you for the glory of God. The glory of God that has been revealed on this earth. Revealed to your saints. The eyes, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. The eyes of understanding being enlightened. That you may know what is the hope of your calling. What are the riches of your inheritance in the saints. And what is exceeding greatness of your power toward us who believe according to the working of your mighty 
power which you worked in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And you not only raised him up, you raised us up together with him. You made us sit together with him far above all principality, all rule, all dominion, all power. Not only in this age, but in the age which to come. Thank you for the rulership of Christ. Thank you for the name of Jesus in the church. Thank you for the name of Jesus that the church's significance shall remain in all the ages, even to the second appearing of your glory, Father, of, of the glory of your Son and the full manifestation of the kingdom of heaven on earth, the kingdom of God on earth. Thank you, Lord, tonight. Thank you for Pastor Carl. Thank you for her strength. Thank you for the vision that you have put in our heart concerning this ministry. Thank you, Father, for every level of leadership in this church. Thank you for all that you have called into Living Faith International and Victory Faith Church. All families, all children, all youths, all men and women, all families that you have called into this church. Tonight, Father, we make mention of them. And thank you for the revealing of your will upon your, your people. Thank you for the revealing of the purposes of your people in the body of Christ and in the local church. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you for your people here tonight. I stand in my place, Father, and bless them. Bless them. Every need, everyone who came with any kind of need. Father, thank you for your word. You sent your word and healed them and deliver them from all their destruction. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Glory to God. Is anyone who's had a pain on your neck, around your neck? 